0: from Honolulu, Hawaii, Otto Von Clutch. yabra
1: Kadabra. my name is Otto Von Clutch. That is, oh, double T-O, baby. And you are just dropping in to the hottest YouTube channel and you know where you're at, it's the Mike Rand Show. And we are gonna have a good time, brah, because we are just dipping on into the oceans and we are paddling out. And we're gonna go into an interview like no other. Yeah, broh, cadaver. Let's just kick it off, bro. <laughs>
0: Everybody. Welcome to the Mike Rand Show and today's guest from Honolulu, Hawaii is Otto Von Klutch. Hey, Otto, how you doing today?
1: Oh, Mike, I am doing so good, brah. Woke up this morning, paddled on out, caught a couple of waves. Oh, you know, it was fantastic. And now I'm just dropping in right here on this beautiful sunny uh, California day. and. Uh, Thank you for having me on. It is a a pleasure of mine to be on your show today.
0: Yeah, thank you for being here. We're going to have a great time today. So why don't you tell the fans out there who are watching right now a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in wrestling?
1: Absolutely. I mean, ever since I was a a young little lad, a young little tadpole, let's say, uh, I always loved wrestling, you know? Um, I was born in 1990. So I am 30 years old right now. Uh, I love, I started getting into wrestling probably around six years old, seven years old. Uh, let's do a fast forward, 2014, um, I joined Knox Pro Academy, uh, which is actually in uh, Van Nuys now. And it's a, a wrestling school that is run by Rikishi and uh, Gangrel and the Count of California Black Pearl at the time. And so I started my training there in 2014 in June, and literally within the first Mike, within the first month, I was doing live shows wrestling Rakishi Within a month of my training, um, it was a very fast process. You know, they I think they took a liking to the fact that I was like a surfer maybe, or just it just my personality in general. I think they took a liking to it, and so they teamed me up with a really talented guy named Maverick. And he actually is um, Siamese twins. They're not Siamese. That's they're connected. He's, uh, they're triplets. So he has his brother. He actually is a wrestler too. So they're twins. So I teamed up with them as the profilers. And we, uh, you know, I kind of just was underneath their wings for a long time and just kind of, you know, learning the ropes from them and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I mean, literally the first few months just kept wrestling Rikishi and just traveling and, and uh, just doing a lot of things, man. I mean, there's just, it's been crazy, but how it all started was just being a young kid, getting a VHS from Kmart, which was a WrestleMania 14, Shawn Michaels, uh, you know, Stone Cold, Mike Tyson, you guys know the gig. And, uh, you know, just watching that and just like, oh man, and then finding out about Monday Night Raw, about WCW Thunder and just everything. I mean, I love, Watching wrestling. I mean, as I spent a lot of my days watching a lot of old stuff, a lot of glow, a lot of just everything. just you know become knowledgeable on the product and just know who's paved the way in front of us and before me and all that. So uh, yeah, man, Mike is just it was a wild journey in the beginning and it still is a wild journey, but uh, yeah, man, that's how it all kind of started just right there in Sun Valley. Now it's in Van Nuys, but originally Knox Pro Academy was in Sun Valley and uh so yeah that's where i started and i was there all the way until 2019 and then just you know basically been doing so many shows you know just independently and seeking out and uh that's just really what it's been been doing really
0: so in those early days what was your training like with rikishi and what kind of things um did he have you learn and what 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 did you find to be difficult in the ring? And what did you find to be easier to do in the ring?
1: Man, I tell you what, I mean, you learn so much. Uh, just, I mean, in a nutshell, your body is not used to getting slammed, not used to taking those falls. You know, your body has to create a new callus. So in the, in the beginning, it was really rough for the sense of just like, whoa, I would wake up and just like, whoa, like my neck, I can't even hardly move. Like, whoa, this is a whole new thing. And I, you know, I've always been very active, uh, play football and, and play, uh, you know, surfing and, and skateboarding and all that type of stuff. So I've always been active. So I'm just wrestling is so different than anything else. Like until you physically go into a ring and granted, you know, I hate to say it, I was probably like the, the vast majority of people like, oh, wrestling, you know, it, it has to be easy. It can't be hard, you know, like I could do this. This is nothing. I tell you what, when you first get in that ring and you first, just that first week, just hitting the ropes, just learning all of these little things, I mean, it's brutal, very brutal. And to answer your question on like you know what we were taught, I mean, there's so many things from all your fundamentals, from your basic roles, to learning how to fall, um, how to get thrown out of a ring, just the psychology, uh, the ring presence, um, wrestling IQ, everything, I mean, you, you could talk so much, I mean, Rikishi comes from a bloodline, you know, <laughs> his whole family, I mean, it's just, it's, it's phenomenal, so him, uh, Reno on Y, and then I said Gangrel, Gangrel now has his own wrestling school in Florida called GWA, but for the first couple of years uh, of my training, Gangrel was at the school, and so there's just so so much to learn like we never stop learning like even like in this interview right now with you mike i'll be learning something that's gonna you know carry on to my in my career it's just you never stop learning we're always learning and uh it's really tough though i mean i know a lot of people want to they I want to go do it and hey i hope you go do it because i don't ever want to tell anyone not to do something but it's just it's, it's definitely get ready for one hell of a roller coaster because it's pretty damn tough. But if you have heart and you want this, you can get it. You just gotta make sure you just have to have that drive, that determination, that giddy up, that go. You know.
0: So, what 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 was your favorite move to learn how to do, or what's your favorite move now as well in the ring? So really,
1: you know, one of my favorite moves to do, I I gotta say, with a Knox Pro Academy. They were able to teach us a lot of things where you gotta kind of put your own twist to things. So a move that I love to do in the ring, I call the surfing elbow. I get my opponent, I slam down to the ground, whatever way that is, I'll get him to the ground, get him on his belly. And then I get on top of his back, I lay on his back and I start paddling, brah. And I'm going for that wave and I go to catch it and boom, I pop up and I'm on his back and he's ah, screaming bloody murder because he has all 200 and 40 pounds of auto-von clutch on his back. And so I jump up as high as I can, drop that elbow into his spine. But there are variations of ways I do it. But I love to surf my opponent, man. I mean, I gotta get, I gotta catch a wave. That, that's the whole idea, man. You gotta go out there and catch a wave. So when I'm out there, I definitely try to catch that wave. And um, that's probably one of my favorite moves to do.
0: What, what are some of the favorite matches that you've had over the years? And who are some of the people that you have wrestled?
1: Probably some of my favorite matches, I have to say, is against Rey Mysterio and El Presidente at WrestleFair. Um, it was the profilers versus them. That was a really a special moment. Uh, you know, to be in the ring with someone like Rey Mysterio, I mean, he's like the John Cena of Mexico. I mean, he's such a caliber of zone and such a professional. To be involved in a match with John Morrison, that was a lot of fun. Tonga Kid. Um, you know, of course, Rikishi's always fun to wrestle. Anytime you get to go in the ring with Rikishi a lot of fun. Uh, and then, you know, there's so many talented guys out there right now. You know, there's a spot I wrestle a lot. Before this whole everything happened and we kind of got a little rocky waters, I was wrestling, you know, almost every week up in uh, Oakland for Hood Slam. And uh, that's a lot of fun. There's just so many talented guys there uh, up in Oakland. But, uh, I mean, there's just my most – Favorite match is so hard because I was just got interviewed recently and I was telling them that every match I do, um, you know, like every match is special to me. Even the matches that I had the most messed ups in, like I love that because it's like, okay, cool, I'll never do this again. And I got to make sure I remember this. So, you know, like to me, like if it's a good match or a bad match, it's usually my last match is always my favorite match because you're only as good as your last match. So I always try to focus on my last, you know, I always focus on the next match. But I don't know. It's just there, there's been so many. Like I've had the opportunity to do a lot of cosplay wrestling and be able to wrestle as Princess Peach and dress up as like a St. Pauli's girl or uh, I mean, I've done Darth Vader. There's just all these different characters that I've done, and I love dressing up as characters too. Like there's so much more to Otto Von Clutch. I could be. A million different characters. I love the challenges of being different characters. You know, that's one thing that's fun about wrestling in Oakland is they give us that opportunity to, uh, you know, kind of do what we want. And they always have different
0: themes, so you got to wrestle, you
1: know, in a different theme for that month. And it's a lot of fun, man. I
0: love it. Who are some of the wrestlers out there now that you would like to hopefully eventually get to wrestle in the future or get to work with?
1: I mean, of course, uh, the, the Usos. I would love to. I mean, I've wrestled Jacob Fatu. Uh, he's on MLW right now. He's a great guy. I've been, have been blessed to wrestle Sefa Fatu. He's another up-and-coming Samoan dynasty guy. That was a lot of fun. But I would love to be able to wrestle the Usos. Um, you know, Kenny Hill Omega, Cody Rhodes. Uh, I mean, just the list goes on and on. I would love to have a million matches with Sheik Kanabati. Kind of uh, there's just so many guys out there right now, and women. There's just so many people to wrestle, it's crazy. Like, Otis would be someone I would love. There's just, you know, anyone. I mean, AJ Styles, the, the list can go on and on. Pretty much anyone you can think of, I would want to wrestle, basically, right now. It just, there's so many talented guys and just and women, and how I said, it. just, it's hard to pick just one. It really is.
0: What are some of the promotions that you've wrestled for, and what are the ones that you are currently involved in wrestling with?
1: Oh, there's there's been a lot this past year. There's been at least fifty promotions. So I was really just trying to branch out from places in you know Salt Lake City to um, you know Northern California, Southern California, uh, Nevada. Some of the best, uh, the best ones I love right now is going to be Hood Slam. You can watch them on Twitch every Friday. You can tune in and watch Hood Slam on Twitch. Uh, Devotion Championship Wrestling, another company I wrestle for out in Salt Lake City. They have a um, they have a show every, I believe it is every Saturday at eleven o'clock on their local station in all of Utah. So in all of Utah, they watch the show called Devotion. Um, you know there's just so many oh of course there's a how could i forget brian kendrick has a uh a wrestling company out here in burbank called wrestling pro wrestling and that is so much fun like that is it's a uh, it's just total like saturday night live meets professional wrestling there's characters there's like a guy named pop tart boy and Serial man and there is a uh, so many characters you know what i mean like there's just aliens and just babies and this rock stars it is just wildness you can check out wrestling pro wrestling also on twitch and uh, i mean there's been a lot of episodes that i've been a part of and it's just so much fun so there's just so many different like uh, wrestling right now before all this you know stuff happened with the pandemic there was a wrestling was really hitting it back up strong so I believe wrestling is gonna just take back off where it left it off where it left it off so we'll see but yeah there's just it's just so many promotions out there right now and I name like the list of all of you right now Mike is just so many I mean ewF uh, aWF uh, I mean there's just there's just so many different abbreviations. it's crazy you know there's there's a lot there's a lot of places I've wrestled you know how I said
0: And and you're going to be wrestling soon, too, um, with New Japan Wrestling, correct?
1: Oh, yes. So, yes, I got an email recently, uh, and they were saying that they were looking for recruitments, and they asked for photos, for a little wrestling resume, for a video package. So, I put that all together, and I sent it off a couple of days ago, and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, who knows? By the time this drops, this might be old news, and who knows where I'll be then, but so it's really exciting, like that's one thing you can't ever uh, stop progressing and you can't give up. You gotta keep you know, driving and keep going and going. Um, I've actually been able to do some extra work for WWE. Uh, we did a four day skit there. We did the NXT Takeover, Survivor Series, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. So we were there for four nights and that was really cool. Uh, Got to see how everything was kind of running over there, and and that was really exciting. And did a little extra work with one of your favorite guys, John Moxley. I got to work with him on camera. Uh, There was a skit going on where I guess Seth Rollins was running around looking for Gene Ambrose. And so we were with some of the security guards throughout the Staples Center. But did that, and then, you know, uh, they reached out. WWE reached out for me to do a Royal Rumble. Uh, I guess they needed some extras for the Royal Rumble. And so I went out there, did that, and just kind of hung out backstage, and that was cool. And then when, after WrestleMania happened uh, recently, and Ronda Rousey, you know, whatever, retired, I guess, uh, I had to go to Ronda Rousey's house, along with some other wrestlers, and take down her wrestling ring that was in her backyard. So, I mean, they, they have my number, they had our contact information, but now it looks like New Japan has my contact information too, so we'll see what happens, I love it.
0: And now you don't just wrestle by yourself at the moment because you actually do have somebody outside of the room. Oh, you betcha. I have- Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that's
1: right. I can tell you about that, Mike. I have the gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous Royal Hawaiian, as you all know, your fans know and the the viewers know. Uh, So I've been actually blessed, so blessed to have the Royal Hawaiian as my manager. We actually met in Victorville, California, at a at a, a convention for Wrestle Fair, uh, she was sitting right next to my booth, and you know we just kind of you know I think I got some of her information. We were talking, you know, uh, Lightning was there, uh, Hollywood was there, and so then like I think a couple weeks later I hit up uh, April the Royal Hawaiian and said, hey, you know, would you ever be interested in maybe managing me or you know we could work together, collaborate and work on some shows? And she said, yeah, absolutely, I would love to. So. Uh, it's been really awesome. I mean, she is such an awesome woman to be around a very powerful woman. I mean, you, we get to drive to shows, even in Barstow, it's like, you know, two hours away from Los Angeles and we'll be able to hit the road together and we get to talk and I get to pick her brain and just kind of, you know, see where she came from and her style. And, and I feel like our styles are very, uh, you know, just similar cause she's a, she's a bruiser, man. I, there's been a few times where I've thrown my opponent out there, she gets on them, and she just starts just squeezing them, man. She gets her thighs over their stomach and just squeezes, and those guys are, ah! they're, they're, they're they're dying, man, for air. But she is just such a talented woman, and very happy to have her as my manager right now. And we've been able to go to a few places together, and it's been a lot of fun. And, and right now, actually, in AEW, there's a guy named Pineapple Pete. I don't want to put him over, but I guess I got to. Uh, and so I'm like, you know, thinking to myself, hey, AEW, you never know. We have the Royal Hawaiian Octavon Collection. We could have pineapple beat. We could all be a pineapple connection. I don't know. Just kind of planting that seed out there. And I got to water it a little bit. Just do a little bit of watering.
0: So you've been to many places, many places wrestling. And you also have d- done some charity work, correct, with Ability First? Can you tell yes, us a bit about yes, that? Yes, we did
1: charity work with Ability First. Uh, it's a great organization run by a guy named Sean Black. Um, it's all the money, all the proceeds go to Abilities First in Los Angeles. And uh, April, the Royal Hawaiian, she's been there with me multiple times. So that was really cool. And, uh, you know, it's just awesome to be able to go there and just connect with the young adults and, uh, you know, just kind of brighten their day. Because it's it gets boring, you know, having to be in the classroom all day long and just, Doing their normal things. So it's fun to go there, drop in on the, the young adults and the kids, and, and to brighten their morning and their day up. And I've and, uh, been able to do another great charity. We did Ocean Aid. That was in Hawaii. I was able to team up with Gangrel and my partner Maverick against, I think we, get it, we went against Rikishi and uh, Samoan Dynasty. And uh, that was a lot of fun because that was another huge, huge event, a charity event where they were, you know, bringing awareness for the ocean, uh, how dirty the oceans are. So that was really cool to be part of ocean aid and a lot of famous, famous uh, singers were there. So there was wrestling. And then there was a big concert that night. So that was a lot of fun too. So there's, I love, that's one thing I love to do. And, and some of my goals, like, you know, I know John Cena's done a lot of, uh, make a wishes and just, some of my goals are just to be able to do make a wish, you know, like, I, I love to be able to give back to the community as much as I can. Um, even though I'm just a little ant right now, it's like, I love to give back as much as I can. And you know what? Uh, the Autovon Clutch brand is growing every day, uh, with every interview, with every match. So, I mean, it's just been a lot of fun and just can't give up. You got to keep on trucking, man.
0: What do you think is the greatest thing you have learned from Rikishi?
1: The greatest thing I've learned from Rikishi? Oh, man. He's such a great guy. I mean... Just stuff on the road, like when you go on the road, like the most littlest things like pack a sandwich, pack your lunches, have your waters. Don't have to buy money. Don't, don't buy waters at the convenience store. Make sure you get a case of water before you leave the road. The most littlest things that like you wouldn't even think that you would learn from someone like that, you know. Um, a lot of things in the ring, slow down, listen. Just there's, I mean, I, I don't wanna expose everything, but there's just so many things that he's taught. Uh, I just, the list goes on and on and on. Um, just to be humble though, I think. Really, the most important lesson that Rakishi's taught me is to stay humble. Um, don't forget where you came from. And just, you know, just remember we're always touching people's lives. You know what I mean? There's going to be someone out there listening to this interview that might be having a hard time and, you know, we might say something that might make them a little happy. You know, we're touching people's lives. So, you know, just to, you know, to pour positivity onto people and, and I feel like that's kind of one of his main lessons that he's taught me was just to be positive and stay humble.
0: What would be a couple things maybe that would be interesting facts about you, whether it be wrestling or even outside of the wrestling world that people might find interesting about you?
1: Well, you know, I take care of my 97-year-old grandmother. I don't think I've never said that in an interview, but I'm like a caregiver for my grandmother, you know? Uh, so I, I do that. If I'm not wrestling on the road, I'm taking care of her. Uh, You know, my name at birth was supposed to be Otto Vaughn. My mother wanted to name me Otto Vaughn. My father wasn't there at birth, so uh, they actually, I didn't have a name on my birth certificate for about a whole month. And so my mom was calling me Otto. My dad wanted me to be Adam, so I guess whatever they they switched my name, you know, to Adam. But so the reason why I am my name is Otto Vaughn is because I wanted to pay homage to my mother for the name that she originally wanted me to have. So that's kind of where that whole Otto Vaughn came from. Because I know, I've heard the story that Stone Cold Steve Austin was supposed to be Otto Vaughn Ruthless. And I was a big Stone Cold fan, but I never was trying to name my name Otto Vaughn because if anything was Stone Cold, that was something to do with my mother. So there's a little interesting fact right there. Um, You know, There's a lot of things, there's a lot of things. I don't know what to tell you exactly for all the interesting hidden things. I like to keep some things a secret. I am a real surfer. I do surf, try to surf every day, but I have been quarantined for the past two months. So during quarantine, I've been doing a lot of push-ups. I have my own weights and things like that here at the house, so. But uh, I haven't been surfing in tune. that was a bugger.
0: Where do you see yourself in five, ten years? Where would you like to be? Where would you like to see Otto Von Clutch?
1: I think the Otto Von Clutch brand in five to ten years. I mean, if not dead, no, I'm just playing. I honestly think I will be in probably like a WWE. Actually, you know what? Let's just ask that. I don't see myself in WWE right now. I see myself in a New Japan. I see myself in the AEW, you know, um, I feel like I have a lot to offer, you know, just to the wrestling world in general, you know, so I feel like, you know, in the next five to 10 years, I'll probably be somewhere overseas, probably be in the UK. Um, Who knows? I mean, Mike, it's crazy. Like, it's so hard. If I would have been able to guess all the things that I would have been able to do in the first five, I would have, you know, are the first six now, I would have never been able to guess it. So it's hard to say where I'll be at in five to ten years. It's a fun question to try to fantasize and think about like ooh, where will I be? Honestly, if I could make it up and it would be right. I hope me and me and the rural Hawaiian could be in AEW. I feel like right now I feel like that'd be a great place for her and a great place for myself, considering you have Jake the Snake Roberts. Um you have a couple you have Anderson over there. I feel like with the managers, I feel like with having the Royal Hawaiian come in there with myself, I feel like it'd be a, it'd be very interesting. I feel like it'd be a nice, uh, a nice painting. But we'll see what happens. You know, I feel like uh, I'm going to keep grinding, Mike. I'm going to keep just going at it. And I think that uh, I really feel like in the next five to 10 years, it's going to be a lot of big things. So, you know, if it's a big, I don't know, I just feel like a lot of big things are going to happen. So, The only way we can make those happen is to actually go out there and do things. So I promise I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep grinding harder than ever. And, uh, you know, we're going to see what happens.
0: Okay. And now we're going to play a little bit of the lightning round, where what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you two things, and you tell me which one do you prefer. Yes. So the first one is going to be WWE or AEW? WWE. WWE. Lions or tigers? Tigers. Tan or surf? Tan. Who would be the better, or oh, I'm sorry, who would you rather have judge you? Simon Cowell or Judge Judy? <laughs> Simon Cowell. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers or Duck Hunt? Oh, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Blackjack or poker? Blackjack. King Corbin or Dolph Ziggler? Dolph Ziggler. Ping Pong or Air Hockey? Air Hockey. Superman or Batman? Batman. Ketchup or Mustard? Mustard. Big Bang Theory or Two and a Half Men? Two and a Half Men. Stop sign or traffic light? Ooh, traffic light. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us today, I had a good time. Can you tell everybody what your contact information is if somebody would like to get a hold of you? Absolutely, if you wanna
1: book Otto Von Clutch or the Royal Hawaiian, go to obcbookings at gmail.com or if not, you can catch Otto Von Clutch on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all at Otto Von Clutch. Thank you guys so much for having me today. Thank you, Mike. I uh, appreciate you guys for watching. And uh, yeah, bro, cadaver, it's been a
0: lot of fun. You're welcome, thank you for joining us today. And thank you guys for watching and keep it right here for some more great interviews. See everybody later, bye-bye.